This is the Hockey News Prospect Podcast. Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Hockey News Prospect Podcast. I'm Stephen Ellis. That's Ryan Candy. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing great. We got two more games. Yeah, it's it's almost over. We uh, it, it's been a really fun run. I'd say this this maybe hasn't been the, the the most exciting tournament overall, but it's been getting really good near the end, and that's really what matters. Uh, I don't necessarily care too much about a blowout in a preliminary round game if the, the games when they really matter start to get really good and that's what we've seen so far uh just to recap on the semifinals canada beat russia five nothing it could have been five one if you if you wanted to count that one goal that was reviewed for offside and that finish game wow four three win for the united states but finley just they put in an effort there so uh those pesky fins once again but we are here to talk about the gold medal game canada versus usa they've played four times in the past the americans have won three times in a row in the gold medal game against team canada so that being said that doesn't really matter in a tournament like this whether one team is dominated or another it's obviously completely different teams and we're looking at two teams that we kind of expected to go far away so let's talk with the united states first and this is a they're kind of seen as the underdogs, but I think that's not really fair to them. It's just because of how strong Canada's played in this tournament. But for the Americans, this is the last hurrah for these 2001 players to play together. And we've seen them come out big. We've seen Zegris obviously have as good of a tournament as he had. Uh, we've seen other guys like Boldy and Turcotte have their moments. And now we're in a situation, it's like, well, these guys, they've got they've got a lot going for them right now. They got a fantastic defense score, an offense that obviously isn't struggling here. The goaltending that's looks really good. Definitely wasn't at fault there. The finish just played really good near the end. So what are you looking for in this American team in the gold medal game? Well, I'm looking at a game. I'm looking at a team that is in a really good space right now. And I feel like they've checked off some boxes, you know, going back to the original training camp, I asked coach Nate Lehman, you know, what was one of the focuses? And he, and he said, you know, he wanted to make sure that this team could score when it mattered. And I think we saw them prove that against Finland, you know, they lose the three, one lead after a couple puck over the glass penalties. And then Arthur Kaliev with the absolute laser to win it late. That was the kind of goal they needed. And I think they're in a place where, as you mentioned, Zegras has been, you know, if not the MVP of the tournament, then pretty close to it. I would say like, he's probably leading my ballot right now. And that's probably how it's going to finish, even though there are some good candidates uh, alongside him, but they've got the weapons and the defense core has been better than expected. Um, you know, Spencer Knight in net, he's been solid. Uh, maybe not spectacular, but this is a goaltender that can really shut things down for you. And I think, you know, he has that gold medal game capability in him where I expect him to be that kind of peak Spencer Knight that we've come to expect. So they have all the elements and motivation will not be an issue because it's Canada that they're playing against their North American arch rival. And I also think they've gone through adversity, you know, they lost a game early in the tournament. They obviously had problems with Finland. Sometimes you need those bumps in the road in order to see what you need to do to put it all together. 
Yeah, and that's one where you look at guys like Kaliev and Caulfield and Turcotte. That kind of quite starts the tournaments, but they've started to play some of their best hockey when it really matters. And it just seems like that's what you need. You need everyone to click when things get tough. And, and it's working for the Americans. And again, it, it was a tough game against the Finns, but we also know what this Finnish team could do. And they're a, a team that will... Uh, they, they push everything. They, they make it so your life hard. And obviously that game against Team Canada was not the best performance from the Finns, but they've came back and played really hard against the Swedes and really hard against the Americans. So I think with this American team, you need to be pretty, you, you just can't give those opportunities to Canada. And that's, that's easier said than done, but this is still a group where they've got really good energy. It seems like they, they, they've got Zegras who's dominating the scoring charts, but then they've got to believe four other players tied with seven points for second scoring. So the scoring's actually been kind of varied on this team outside of obviously from what Zegras is doing. Certainly. And I think, you know, if you're an American fan, the, the best thing is that Cole Caulfield really hasn't made an impact on this tournament yet. And we know he has the capability to be a difference maker. Does it happen in the gold medal game? I think that's going to be a huge X factor for this final contest because Cole Caulfield, I mean, he knows how to score against Canada. I've seen him in past world junior camps where he has, you know, really been an impact player. And, you know, Matty Beniers is another kid that I think has at least met expectations, if not exceeded them, you know, as a draft eligible player, they had him for that crucial defensive zone faceoff late in the game. You know, one of the youngest guys on the team, actually the youngest guy on the team, that speaks a lot to the confidence that the coaching staff has in Matty Beniers. And I, as you said, you know, with so many weapons, you really have to be careful against Team USA. All right, moving on to Team Canada. And you mentioned the adversity that the Americans have had to face in this tournament. Well, Canada hasn't had any. We talked about it in our semifinal preview. I don't think uh, having tight games against the Czech Republic and Slovakia count as adversity, but here we are. Canada went out there and were the dominant team against the Russians. The Russians started getting more opportunities late in the game, but it just wasn't enough, and it didn't seem like they could sustain that pressure. So when you're a Canadian team, how do you just – not go into this being too confident how do you play your own game knowing like yeah we, we've got one of the best teams Canada has ever had at the world juniors and we've got a goalie who's playing out of their mind how do you just temper that and just make sure that you don't go out there and make mistakes or get too cocky well this is has been a very disciplined team Canada and I think that is really crucial especially against the Russians because I was thinking while we were when I was watching the game last night Canada and Russia in the medal round, it often sort of devolved into who can sucker the other team into more penalties uh, because, we, you know, you know that the teams hate each other and they always play aggressive. Last night was not like that. You know, I mean, there were some penalties, but Canada really stayed out of the box. They didn't give Russia much of a chance. You know, the disallowed goal, I think, was a huge momentum killer for the Russians. If that had counted, it's probably at least a bit of a different ball game. But having said that, I thought Canada really took Russia out of the game in the third period after the second. There was a little bit of life there. That's different. Usually when Canada and Russia play, you get wild swings of momentum. You get teams scoring three or four unanswered goals, you know, going both ways. Canada just put the hammer down on the Russians. And a lot of the credit goes to coach Andre Tourney. He has put together a fantastic structure. Everyone is bought in. 
you know, all their forwards have been great two-way players. And I think that's key because they have a very good defense core, kind of unheralded at this point outside of Jamie Drysdale and Bowen Byram. But the defense core has been, you know, quiet in the best sense of the word. And the forwards have been fantastic in terms of their 200-foot game. And even though they haven't had adversity in terms of their competition, I find with hockey, it's all about if you think you've had adversity. And with Canada, <laughs> it was that long training camp where the quarantine in the middle, you know, they had the NCAA kids, uh, New Hook, Holloway and Levi, who had to be by themselves. Well, the three of them had to be together away from the rest of the team when they first got to camp. So, you know, speaking with Alex Newhook um, last night, they feel like they've gone through a lot. They feel like they've come together as a team because they've had such a long path and the motivation for them is obviously to get the job done. And it's one more game to do that. I'm sure they can see that gold medal in their sights. It's just a matter of executing the way they have this whole tournament. Like you mentioned, like just having the, the ability to come together like this, like hopefully this is the only term where we ever have to talk about teams coming together in a pandemic. That'd be very nice, but uh, just like they've got that shared experience that no other team Canada will ever add. And of course that, that goes with USA, Russia, Germany, obviously every team in the tournament. Let's talk quickly about Devin Levi, just how good he's been in this. And we get a chance to see a Florida Panthers goalie versus a Florida Panthers goalie winner gets to be the starter in two years. Uh, no, probably not. But uh, uh, we got the opportunity here to, to see this goalie who statistically is having the best tournament ever by a, any goalie beats out Carey Price's numbers from his tournament many years ago. But at, at the same time, the defense has been quite good and, and it's not like Devin Levi's going out there having to steal games, but he's been good when they, he, they've needed him to be. And we've seen his best two games of tournament coming back to back against Czech Republic and Russia where he hasn't allowed a goal. Yeah. And I think that's really important when you're so strong up front and on defense as Canada is you just need a goalie that will be there for you when there is a breakdown and there haven't been many breakdowns, but Levi has been there when they've needed him to be. And I think that's crucial. You know, this is a guy that going back to the world junior a challenge and going back to the CCHL where he played junior a for Carlton place, he's been a money goalie. You know, he's been the kind of guy that he can withstand a barrage if necessary. He can make the big saves, you know, even when he lost to Russia at the World Junior A Challenge, the shot went off a defenseman's arm, or I'm not sure if it was a defenseman, a skater's arm before it got to him. So, I mean, it really takes a lot to beat Devin Levi. And I think we've seen that in this tournament that he has really stepped up. He has been that security blanket that Canada, they haven't needed it, but I think there's growing confidence because they know that he has their back in the crease and and so far it's it's been a perfect uh marriage between levi and the rest of the team there's there's been a headline that's been kind of stuck in my head since early december underestimate devin levi at your own peril and i think that kind of summarizes it going back to the story yesterday and it looks like you know it, it, it's very true to this point we we, we Levi, I, I remember when I left him off, I wrote an article for my own personal website saying like, here are the goalies that could play for Team Canada. And I left Levi off, but I gave him a special mention. And his agent come up to me and said, no, 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 no. He's going to be on the team. It's like, okay, sure. Well, he did. And he's been the best goalie of this tournament. And it's been a lot of fun to watch. Now, to wrap this up, give me your predictions for tonight's game. You know, I, I have a, 
my gut feeling it could be the Americans, but my head is saying Canada because they're just so strong and so disciplined. So I'm going to say Canada, but I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Me too. I'm thinking this is going to take a late goal to really shift things and potentially an empty netter to put it away. But I, I'm going to go with Canada in this one, 4-2, with just that same scenario of it's 2-2, Canada scores late in the third, and then they get an empty netter to win it. Dylan Cousins is going to be the guy that's going to get the empty netter. Um, I got to ask you one last time, though. Who's your MVP? My MVP, I think, is still Trevor Zegras. Even if the Americans lose, I think he's been so important for them um, that he's yeah, he's going to get my vote. I'd have to go with that too. And just to keep in mind for people who aren't sure about the, how the voting process works, it's got to be in by the end of the first period of the gold medal game. So if Dylan Cousins goes out and gets a nine goal second period, that doesn't matter if, if Zegras was the one with the most votes. Thank you so much, Ryan, for joining me. It's been a fun journey following this tournament. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching, listening, and enjoy the game.